Well, here we are. It's episode 200. I am so excited about this milestone. And really, it feels like yesterday that we were recording episode 100. And uh, not that long before that, that Alessandra and I were starting this podcast. Um, So with this new milestone, I have decided that I'm going to start doing little intros before the, um, before each episode. Um, basically Michael Massey is joining me in episode 200 and he kind of takes the reins to start with. Um, and we just answer some frequently asked questions. So we each give examples of a couple of things that each of us, um, are frequently asked or have been frequently asked in the past and how we answer it. And so we go into some interesting topics like personality constructs and the deconstruction of personality that can come through spiritual awakening, the ups and downs of trying to get your family to adopt a meditation practice, what the concept of God means to us, knowing your spirit guides, um, things like that. So We cover a lot of ground, and um, one of the things that I share in this episode is how much I love hearing from people um, with regard to this podcast. I love when that kind of fourth wall or whatever breaks down, and I hear back from people about what they liked about an episode, what really touched them. Um, so feel free, please do reach out to me. Um, my, you can reach me at the meditation conversation at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at Kara underscore medit, no Kara underscore Goodwin underscore meditation. I'm on Facebook. I have a Kara Goodwin meditation, um, page out there. So whatever you However you like to connect with people, please do reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. I just love, I love connecting and I want to support you in your meditation practice. Um, Be sure you check out my website, karagoodwin.com. Michael Massey, who's in this episode, we're having a retreat coming up at the end of October, October 27th through the 30th here in Indiana. It's going to be a really powerful time. If you want to take your practice further, please do look into that. You, um, you will not regret spending time investing in yourself, in your own development, your own personal development. There's nothing really like a retreat to really help you accelerate and shift. Um, so consider doing that. There are other sources, other support resources out there on that website for you. And with that... Let's listen to episode 200. Thanks for being here. Thank you for being on this ride with me. And um, I hope you enjoy it. Hello, and welcome to the Meditation Conversation. I am your special guest host, uh, Michael Massey. Batman. Uh, Slash Batman. Um, (laughs) And... Uh, this is for episode 200 of the meditation conversation. And so I do have for her second grand appearance as a guest on this show, (laughs) I have Kara Gooden. Yay! 
Did you say Gooden? I did. I did. <laughs> I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Was I not supposed to call you out on that? Uh, no, no, you weren't. It's actually Goodwin. Goodwin. Yes. Goodwin, yes. But Gooden, that could, maybe I should change it. Nah, I don't Gooden. Know. Gooden. Carrot Gooden. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be popular in certain areas of the country. Yeah, yeah. there we go. All right. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so here we are on, is today the 8th or 9th? 8th. Today is the 8th, mm-hmm. September 8th, uh, recording episode 200. And it seems like, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago we were doing this for episode 100. I know, it really doesn't. I, I was tripping out. I'm like, wait a second. It's like the math didn't work out. Yeah. And I'm like, have you been doing like, you know, three podcasts a day or right. something. I know. It's really weird, isn't it? I know. It? As I remember when it started getting to, into like the 170s, I was like, how am I in the 170s already? And I think maybe that, no, I think I didn't say anything right at the time, but I've been kind of like, hey, we've got the 200th coming up like quickly yeah. and uh, we got to, you know, collaborate and see what we want to do for it. So. So here we are collaborating, and so we thought we would do uh, our own kind of funny FAQ, um, where we're just going to share with each other and let y'all listen in is is a couple of the most common questions that we get asked, uh, each of us respectively. And then uh, before we do that, though... Mm-hmm. Um, for my sake and the listeners too, uh, is what do you have to say about the last hundred episodes? Uh, are, you know, what has, uh, is there anything that you, you'd like to share about what this has meant for you or how it's evolved or? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it's been really interesting because it's gained a lot of momentum Um, so for one thing, I, I have a lot of requests to be on the podcast, which is nice. That's Mm -hmm. nice. Um, and that's just come with, with time, you know, where, uh, but there are, are far too, far too many to be able to, um, honor all of them. But, um, and, I love hearing from people. So I'll get like people who um, send me emails to talk about, you know, that they've discovered the podcast and what it's meant to them. Um, Or just, you know, people will, you know, I'll I'll, um, always advertise it on, not advertise it, but I'll post whenever there's a new episode, I'll post it on Instagram and Facebook and, Um, people will message me on there or put in the comments about what they really liked about the episode. So I love that. I love to, cause it's kind of like, I just put it out, you know, it's like I have the interview and I edit it and then I put it out there. And so it really means a lot to kind of, because it just sort of like goes out and I don't necessarily then think about people listening to it. You know, um, because there's such amazing conversations for me that I get so much out of. And then I get to listen to them again when I edit. Um, So then to like get that full circle or where people are like, wow, I really enjoyed that particular conversation. And, 
it triggered this for me or it, um, you know, this, this particular thing I really needed to hear at that time. Sometimes people will talk about how, you know, they've, they've asked the universe a question and then they've heard that then it ends up being something that we talk about in the episode. And it seems like the answer to uh, the question that they put out and that it's just so, it means so much. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. And, um, you've had, uh, you've had a, a notable guest, uh, some notable guests, but yeah. not the least of which was uh, Neil Donald Walsh, yeah. uh, author of the Conversations with God series. Mm-hmm. And so that was, must've been a highlight for you as well. Yeah. Yeah. I loved having, having him on. That was a great conversation. Uh, recently had Barbara Lamb. She was another yeah. kind of legendary, um, guest and Caroline Corey. Have you released that one yet? I haven't as of now. I don't know if it'll go out before this or not. Um, but that I had a great conversation with her and can't wait to get that out. Yeah. Uh, Ruben Langdon, Adam Apollo. Um, and now I feel really like, am I, who am I? Not saying, oh, and Ma- Michael Massey. Michael Massey, yeah. yes. Yeah, I had a co- of yeah, course. I had a couple with that guy. Yes, uh-huh. those are always great. <laughs> <laughs> Try to be. All right. Well, um, uh, and should we should we jump into our little like yeah. our FAQ? Yes. Okay. Unless there was something else you'd like to share. Or? No, I think that's good. Okay. Um, well, should I break the eyes? Sure. You, since you just, yes. you just did some question and or whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. So, um, so one of the, the, probably the number one question that I get asked and have gotten asked, um, and I'm really dating this to like my post awakening kind of last 12, 13 years or so, but, okay. um, since I, well, I say since I entered full-time service work. Okay. Okay. All right. So probably the one I get asked the most is, where are you from? Where are you from? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, the funny thing about this is, and this is a very common question, but it's probably one of the more common questions that everybody gets asked. Mm-hmm. It gets to be a really funny question to get asked, though. When you're going through a spiritual <laughs> awakening, because the question, because the answer to it isn't always so obvious, uh-huh. right? And the the funny thing about the reason people ask this question mm-hmm. at all is it's a way that people actually relate from personality to personality. Mm-hmm. So it establishes a starting point where somebody can now build a new construct file on which to classify that person. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then we do this for each other. All the, we're doing this all the time, the way that we're actually building in our, you know, in our mind, how all these relationships work and you meet somebody and it's like you, it's like your it's a little computer system. You're, you know, you're opening up a little new file in uh-huh. your mind and you put your put Kara on it. Okay. Uh-huh. I just met Kara and, and where and she, she's from, where she's from. Yeah. Right. And now I can start building a, Yeah, a stack. Um, So now 
the, the funny thing is, is on the receiving side of it, it's, is, you see, it's, it's a question that the personality construct has an answer for. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so what happens if you dismantle the personality? The personality. Yeah. Then it becomes complicated. It becomes complicated, right? Yeah. And um, or what if you have, you know, dismantled or rebuilt, or maybe you're 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 trying on a new personality, in which case this new personality construct may have come to you well while um you were in you might have been born and raised in Indiana, all that sort of stuff. You go through a whole rebirth experience in Hawaii, mm-hmm. right? And then if somebody asks you immediately after that, where are you from? You're going to feel like you're from Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. That's your new origin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, incidentally, this really came up to me a lot while I was doing these big uh, sand artwork. You know, it's big old 50 yard long murals in the sand in, in Hawaii. In Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So I'm out there and I'm drawing all that in and that would obviously capture people's attention and they would get mesmerized by like at the scale of it. Cause mm-hmm. you almost had to be in the, looking out of one of the hotel windows down at the beach to see the full picture uh-huh. and people would be looking around and then they'd be like, like, where are you from? They, I mean, they, it's such an enigma. Then they really yeah. want to know where you're from. And at that point, uh, there I am in Hawaii, and I've, I've done so much deconstructing and reconstructing. I really didn't know how to yeah. answer that question. And it's like, okay, is it where I lived most recently? Was it where I, like, graduated high school or college? Was it where I've lived the most? Is it what? Your childhood. Where I was born. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or was it, yeah, the place that's most fond in my heart? And for me, those are all different places. Mm-hmm. And then that isn't, those are all just earthly spots, yeah. let alone multidimensional self and a greater understanding of, you know, yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So I would typically, um, I rest, I was wrestled with it. Finally, I just said, since I was on the sand and I was drawing Disney characters, that's what I did. I did Disney characters of mandalas. And I happened to really grow up in Southern California, in Fullerton, California, just about five, six miles away from Disneyland. I started telling people when they asked me where I'm from, I said, Disneyland. Uh huh. And that would just at least be a funny way. People would chuckle. They either think I'm making a joke because I'm yeah. trying Disney, or other people would be like, oh, he's from he's from SoCal. You yeah. know? And they uh-huh. would get it. And that was and the the reason I didn't really want to answer that, because as soon as I did answer it, it would start building a new construct for me. And I didn't want oh, I yeah. didn't I was writing this place where I didn't want to have any mm-hmm. permanent yeah constructs and i wanted to stay fluid and and be an enigma or whatever yeah so um so anyways i ended up settling on that 
nowadays, uh, you know, people will ask me where I'm from and I'll probably just, you know, wherever my current residence at this moment is, you know, in Indianapolis, I just yeah apply it that way. Because and the funny thing is that the it is only the the personality or the ego that even cares about this at all. Yeah, because this is um because uh, it's a funny thing because when when all those constructs are gone, there's only one answer to that question, and it's the same answer for everyone. So n- no one would ever. Souls don't ask each other where they're from because yeah. <laughs> everybody knows, and there's only one answer, and that we're from God. Yeah. Hmm, that's so interesting. And you're right. I mean, it is like this. It's a a personality to personality, but there is like I think a reaching out in in an attempt to connect of course you know of course the only yeah. way the only reason really that you ever would ask somebody where they're from like when they give the answer you try to like figure out how it fits into your life like yeah. oh i've been there or oh. i know somebody from there my aunt lives there or whatever um if it's like you know in your case you know you were born in brazil like i've got nothing like then where because I have no connection to Brazil at all, you know? Um, but yeah, so we do like the personality then tries to see like, okay, how are we connected (coughs) through location? You know? Yep. Yeah. it's the way that we relate to each other and we relate based on, um, we're finding common ground wherever that might be. Right. Careers, interests, places we've been lived. Right. Yeah whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Oh, I love that. Okay. All right. All right. So mine, your turn. Okay. Um, so I get asked a lot, do yeah. your kids meditate or people oh. assume that my kids meditate and they're like, how do you get your kids to meditate? Oh, right. <laughs> Some like, version of this. Right. Um, and so the answer is that my kids don't really meditate. Right. Um, but it's really fun to see them like they notice when uh, meditation, like they'll they'll like sit in the lotus position. Like I've got a picture of my daughter in a, in a like one of those um, pop up like water fountain structures, you know, where you mm-hmm. see the kids like running through yeah. and she's like the, got this water spraying up on her and she's in the lotus position, like in a meditation kind of pose. Um or if it comes up on TV, like we were watching The Office last night and um, Michael was, uh, Michael Scott was having The Office, like all sit on the floor and he was oming, you know, and they're like, mama, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, I did find like when, when I was new to meditation, when I lived in Italy, um I was kind of trying to get them to adopt it because I knew how good it was just for their nervous system and how it could help with anxiety and so forth. And so I was trying to implement this practice of um, mindfulness time before, or even just taking some deep breaths or something before they went to school or before bedtime. And at least at that time, and this was years and years ago, now they're 15 and 12 
Um, they were much littler at that time, but they, they could not finish fast enough. And it became this like struggle of, come on, let's just, no, you're going to feel better. Just sit down, quit. You guys stop arguing, just relax. Everybody relax. <laughs> you, know? you sound very relaxed as you're saying that. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, eventually I was like, this is so counterproductive. So, um, I kind of learned through that experience and through other experiences of just like, Hey, let them have their own, um, their own path. And if it's interesting to them, then they'll pick it up. And, um, and I can only be a, a role model for them. So, um, I've mentioned on the podcast several times that my daughter has scoliosis. And so I've been doing a lot of, uh, different types of, of therapies to help her with that. Um, some of which are energetic and some, some, many of that, like any energetic work I do on her. And I do that to her almost every day. So she's, she's very familiar with like energetic healing work. Um, and, and that's just something that's sort of seeping into her reality um, through this experience. And we're also doing other types of, of interventions too. But, um, so it's something and more and more, you know, it's, it's in their world anyway, there's schools, you know, my daughter's in middle school and they do mindful minutes or mindful Mondays or something like that, where they take a few moments to just breathe and be quiet. Um, which she complains about, but, <laughs> But, you know, it's in their world. And then they've got just the example of, um, you know, seeing that it's important to me and, um, you know, whatever they notice about me versus, you know, other people in their world. So that's really been my approach has been just more of like leadership in terms of, hey, here it is. This is a thing and it's helpful, um, but really not trying to force anything on them. And, um, so as such, they, they really don't have like a proper meditation practice. Okay. Um, but you do, you, you know, I, I like the perspective though, of just of like equipping people, kids, you know, uh, with, uh, a tool that mm-hmm. you're not, you're not forcing them to do anything with it. Yeah. But it's like, here, you're going to have this and this is to help you. Who knows what life is going to bring at you? Yeah, right. And then having kids be like, just saying, okay, this is a way to how to calm, restore. So that because things are going to anxieties, all that's going to come. But if you have a tool just to address that along the way, Mm -hmm. then it doesn't have to lead to some big crises where all of it has to get dealt with at some right. future point, you know, yeah. you can just do a little bit. Um, that's great. Uh, I think also kids you learn to swim. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then there, and then defend themselves. Yeah. 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 Martial arts. Yeah. Not that, but just even if it's just a simple self-defense course. So, I mean, I yeah. think these are like three things that are, are great tools for everybody to know. It's mm-hmm. how to center yourself in your space. Uh-huh. Okay. How to um, 
and then how to defend your space. Mm-hmm. And then and um, how to swim your and, space. Yeah. And then how to, yeah. How to survive if you're in the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just an important one. Yeah. 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 Good. Good. All right. Well, what's the next What's the next one? Question? Frequently asked question. Um, hmm. Well, it kind of picks up where the other question left off. Okay. Um, you know, where am I from? Well, I'm the same place you're from. We're, we're all from the same place. We're all from God, mm-hmm. right? Well, the question I do get asked a lot is, um, you know, what is God to you? And it's funny because as soon as, in the getting to know people, right? Um, of course, yeah, you're finding, trying to find points to relate. It doesn't really take too long, generally, somebody talking to me to realize that there's something spiritual about mm-hmm. the way I talk, true? or Yeah. Yeah. So ine- inevitably, it, this, com- this topic comes up. Mm-hmm. And and again, now you're dealing with one of the. That's a really interesting question. When somebody asks, you know, what is God to you? Because this is now we're talking about the. This is the thing, the origin of it all, and also what we hold most sacred is these notions. And also, when there isn't a point of agreement on that, you know, this of, oh, that God is my God too. Mm-hmm. Guess what humans are known to do? Fight. Right? <laughs> yeah. No. And I think it's because of the how deep that sacredness is that it, if that feels threatened at all, then, yeah, then, mm-hmm. then there's a, Man, that turns into a war of good versus evil real fast. And the funny thing is, is that actually doesn't have anything to do with the soul that has, or the truth that has to do with a, a misunderstanding of personality constructs, because that's where that's right. coming from to begin with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it's a, it is a, it is a good question, and of course. Um, and in a moment here, I'm just going to, I'm going to give you the quick answer because it's actually God's really easy to, you know, mm-hmm. concept just to sum up in a couple words, oh, right? right? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Good. I yeah. can't wait for that. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? There's a little special gift here. No, but um, yeah. And it's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's not something that's easy to put into words. Um and it is something that's kind of sacred. And and uh, this is a, also kind of on my mind because I just did get asked this question uh, a few days ago. Uh, by the F- FedEx driver. No, sorry, Amazon driver. Really? Yes. Huh. Yeah. Actually, I said something and um, that got him so thinking he drove away and then he wanted to come back, but he didn't have the address anymore. It took him three weeks of driving around and knocking on and going up doors and stuff and finally found me again. You're kidding me. No. 
Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. What had you said to it? Um, I piqued his interest. He had seen this, and then I, I just showed him the, oh, the, pyramid? the, the pyramid. Oh. Yeah. And um, yeah, who knows what else I said. <laughs> You're like. You, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Uh, who knows? I'm always like, saying stuff. stuff. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, uh, anyways, and he's now become a, uh, a fan of the podcast. Oh, so, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. So, uh, but anyway, so he, uh, he, he, he has to bust out this question of, wow. of, hey, what's, what's God to you? Or, what are your thoughts on God or whatever, mm -hmm. right? And um, and ultimately, this is a question that everyone, and it's it's our own like God given right to come to our own understanding of this. You don't have to take anybody else's word for it. Mm -hmm. Is everyone has a right to just to to discover and relate for oneself. Okay, yeah. that's the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. um, now, so the way I am answering this is, is, and I'm going to just kind of use, I'm going to direct it to you. Okay, you, you and me. All right, so uh, let's say that uh, we're going to wave a little magic wand, okay? And it's big universe, um, so there's lots of stuff there to see. Mm -hmm. So let's say I'm given, I am given as much time as I need, billions of years or however long. Okay. And I'm also given, uh, equip equipment with sufficient numbers of bo bodies, mm -hmm. um, whatever, lifetimes, long life, whatever, a spaceship, it's whatever it is I need in order to go out and explore it, okay? And so let's say however much time that takes, which is going to be a long time, and but gosh darn it, I do, I go, and I explore it, and point arrives where I've seen it all, all right? So, wow, I have seen it all. Wow, what a amazing journey. Seen it all. Um, yeah. Um, and so, in a sense, I could say truthfully, I could say that um, I know it all. In that I've seen it all. And so I can relate, like we're talking to, to everything that exists within the universe. So I can, I kind of know it all. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say... Kara, you, you're like, oh, I'm going to go on this journey too. And so there you go off exploring until you reach a point where you've seen it all too. And then we meet together there in the middle. And I'm like, wow, did you see it all? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I saw it all. I'm like, I saw it all too. And now we can like powwow over a cuppa, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and we can chat about, oh, how'd you like this or that? Or we would have all this whole universe of, of ability to relate. Mm -hmm. So how deep would our connection be in terms of that relation when we have 
this huge, vast array. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you've seen it all. I've seen it all. I could say I know it all. You could say you know it all. And yet there's one more thing, though. Is that that my experience wasn't the exact same as your experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So although we might say we know it all, there's a difference between that and being all knowing. Yeah. So what is God? God is the one who has seen it all, not just one way, but always. Mm. Yeah. And the, the vastness, when you all of a sudden explode, how many different points of view and perspectives there are in the universe, mm. and you go, oh, the computation, the level of intelligence, and the energy to do that, yeah. Is, right. you know, it's a, it's a whole nother level. And no matter how yeah. big we are, that is always bigger. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, but that's both where we come from and where we yeah. are going. Hmm. Yeah. That also, I, I really love that. And it, it just shows that, you know, it's, it's within everything too. So it's not like this other thing. It's like, you know, it all cause you've done it all. And I know it all cause I've done it all in this form, you know, yeah. in that version. Right. And there's the overarching or like the thread that is going through everything that is experiencing <laughs> everything Dang. that is, God. That is it. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Mm. And so, yes, we're, we can't get away from it, mm-hmm. which is silly. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. But we can think that we can. Yeah. We can feel like it. We can have mm-hmm. the experience so called of not being a part of that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, that's not the truth. That's the illusion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Okay. Um, Another one that comes up a lot is about guides. So who are somebody's guides or how do they know Uh, who to, um, you know, how it's so, so in my like journey of teaching uh, Mm -hmm. meditation or coaching, um, for, for quite a while, I was teaching in, in other people's places, you know, so like in yoga studios or um, I teach uh, at a, in a school district, actually, with the teachers in the school district. Um, and so I have tried to be pretty secular in my in, when I lead meditation so that it's not too like spiritual, um, just to be respectful of the environment. Um, well now I'm doing more things like just of, of my own accord where like I have a membership program, for example. And so I'm leading meditations, but I'm not like, I don't have to quote unquote answer to anybody. I can feel into the group and what people are looking for and ready for. Um, 
And so it has opened me up more to being able to kind of invite in that spiritual element that I've sort of held at bay in other circumstances. And, um, and so I will encourage people to like, as we're starting a meditation to kind of put a sphere of light around them and invite in their guides. And so this can be kind of a stumbling block for people because then they, they inherently sort of, and I can relate to this too, like feeling like, well, who are my guides? Like, who am I even talking to? Do I need to know like, uh, okay, I want Phil to come <laughs> in, you know, and, and I, you know, need to know that the, who they are, what they look like, what their names are, what their roles are and so forth. Um, and, so for me, the way that that it's from, from my own perspective, it's a constant evolution um, in terms of who I feel resonance with. And so there are, are beings or guides that I feel connection with at certain parts of my journey who I will bring into my meditation or invite into my meditation who... Um, then maybe don't feel as relevant after a while, you know, that feel like maybe they were there to support mm-hmm. one part of it. So how do you know who that is? Well, for me, the way that it's played out has been um, just paying attention. Like when, when beings are coming into my, into my awareness and not meaning like, I don't think I've ever had the situation where like I'm in meditation and a being comes to me in my third eye or in front of me or whatever. And, or I hear a name or anything. It hasn't really happened for me like that. More often it will be like something that I'm reading, something that I'm watching, something that I'm hearing, something Mm -hmm. that comes up in conversation. But I notice that it comes up from different places Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, like that's happened with Kuan Yin, for example, where I'm like, oh, I there was a period of time where I had no idea who that even was. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly I'm getting hit with Kuan Yin, Kuan Yin, Kuan Yin. And I'm like, OK, maybe there's something here for me. Like, let me uh, let me try that out. You know, can I can I chime in yeah, for please. something? And the, the funny thing about it is that you just mentioned Kuan Yin, right? Uh-huh. And she's also, uh, she was also a guide showed up for me, mm-hmm. uh, in my journey as well. The funny thing is, is that now this podcast itself is actually adding out into a collective field of material that's out there that Kuan Yin can use to actually speak to somebody. Ooh. Ooh. Do you get, you yes. see, cause yes. somebody here is going to be listening to this and they've already, Kuan Yin has hit their radar, a couple little things. Uh-huh. here and there and then they're going to be sitting here right now they're going right now somebody's there going what yes what right. yes That's we're talking right. to you totally exactly like this but, thank you for pointing that, that out because this is like how it works this and is how it works this is how it has worked for me too um and i think and i i would love to hear your perspective on this because I have a feeling that for you there have been times where you actually have had beings kind of enter into your field where you're like oh and you're getting information in a way that I haven't experienced Mm -hmm. Um, but I think if and so let's hang a lantern on that 
But um, in terms of getting asked that question and then what it means for the person who is asking, uh-huh. it's you. They may be at a place where they don't they don't have any frame of reference for any guides. You know, they may have grown up with kind of like a uh, feeling of, well, I'm familiar with like a guardian angel. So I feel that I have a guardian angel, but I don't know who that is. And I've never seen them. I just feel like I'll find out when I die that this person, this being has been walking with me and helping me and protecting me and so forth. Um, Which is true. Right. So, um, but I think like, I, I feel it's important that we don't hold ourselves back from feeling like, well, if I don't know, then I must not have guides. So either feeling mm-hmm. like, you know, if you had some, you would know, yeah. um, or that we need to, maybe you can feel a presence or you trust that there's a presence, but you don't have any frame of reference for who it is. That's okay too, because that's part of the discovery and it's part of the journey and it's part of the fun of it, you know, is this like, Ooh, here's another reference point. Let me see how this feels for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of just letting that, because I, I feel like a big part of just the whole purpose of what we're doing here, a lot of it is discovery and it's kind of, it's a discovery of who we are and it's a construction of uh, who we are. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Exactly. So it's, it's not, I mean, in my opinion, it's not necessarily like you have, there's a destiny necessarily of like, you need to find this role and fulfill it so much as it's like, you also are a creator who is here creating your reality and constructing, you know, what you're going to get out of your time here and what, you know, how that mashes up with a higher purpose and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you want to share a bit about your own, your guides and. Oh, (laughs) funny. I, I, have I shared the story of the the pit? Have I showed you the the pit story? I know that story. I don't don't know know if if it's come up on the podcast. podcast. Okay. I was a while. All right. I'll just jam it real quick. I, I'd already kind of been introduced to my team. And no, I didn't really know their, their names. And actually early on, I did do something that was like, whoa, really surprised me at the response. And I had already connected with a couple of them and stuff like that. But I was aware that there was more, there's more forces and presences around me and things. And I'm like, I just don't know their names or. Mm-hmm. And so, but I was actually doing, um, uh, a fireside prayer in the the woods that night <sighs> and where I was just centered in gratitude and, and thankful. And uh, so I just included uh, gratitude for, um, uh, for everyone who has helped me um, seen and unseen uh, known and unknown. Mm-hmm. And immediately all the, like the trees and everything just started quaking and shaking. Oh, and wow. Yeah. And everything was just like, just exploded. was like dancing. The trees oh. are dancing. And I was That's like, amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. All right. Yeah. So we don't re- you know, we're not really expected to from, 
this case, so from the non-physical and the spiritual realms, we're not expected to be able to know names besides when the names might be like <laughs> not very, they're not even like in English, you know, or, yeah, what, or you're, right. you're right, or obviously not in English, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, anyhow, uh, there's another, so I had actually come to a point where I, you know, I would, came to rely on my guides all the time. I didn't know all of their names. I could just feel their presence. And when I called them, boom, they just showed up like a, you know, like a, a security detail or something, you know, they all came in to surround me and I was just strong enough to face whatever was, mm-hmm. I was, ta- whatever, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, whatever was the cause for me to call them in. Mm-hmm. And so one day I was just doing, I was in meditation. I was just doing a body scan, which I did a lot frequently at that time. And I was just, and then I hit this frequency that was like, Oh, what is that? That's mm-hmm. nasty. And that's pretty good. You, you know what, or my abilities to develop where I just move my consciousness and I'm just floating down. I can kind of see what's going and I just go right into that frequency. I'm like, well, let's go find out what that is. And next thing you know, I feel like, like the sense of falling and I plummet and I visually and I, I, I'm in this pit mm-hmm. and it's just like pitch black in there. And it's, and there's like this snarling of like demon horde, you know, kind of like the minds of Moria in Lord of the Rings or something. It was like, I was, I'm like, oh, is this place? And I so I'm like, oh well, better bring my team in here. This is and so I called for my team and then nobody showed up. Oh. And I'm like, where what? And I kind of looked up. I looked up from in the pit and I'm my awareness. And it's like there's this little hole that I come through, and I could see like all my team are just standing on, they're all standing around the hole looking down <laughs> at me. Like freaking Bugs Bunny cartoon or something. <laughs> I'm like, what's up? And they look at me like, we ain't going down in there. That's your job. (laughs) And I'm like, what? Uh, Okay, yeah. And um, so then I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. And so, uh, but so at that moment, though, that's in those moments when you look like when all hope is lost, but that kind of place. And that's where. It was just up to me at that point amidst that environment that was full of fear is to remember where I'm from. Yeah. 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 That I'm not of that place that where I'm from and where are we from? We're from God. Remember that. And all of a sudden that drops in what I call a God bomb that just went and just went poof and just vaporized the whole demon horde and just cleared that whole thing out and um the interesting thing is is that from that day forward i have i am i can still capable of feeling fear but i'm no longer terrified of anything trial by fire Fire. yeah yeah and so that's the real gift and that's the reason why the team you know Mm -hmm. Mike, my guys were like, no, he needs to do this on his own. Yeah. You know, so that he. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how we grow and get stronger. Right. So, so that's just one thing to, for people to go. If they're calling, if you're calling out for help, 
and you're not, maybe you're not getting it. Um, it doesn't mean you don't, cause you don't have help or whatnot. And these are, you know, these are things you kind of, you got to sort out along the way. Yeah. And, uh, but sometimes things are just happening because, uh, what we're, we're, we can be lost in the waves and think we're drowning when the truth, the reality is, is all we need to do is stand up. Yeah. And the universe typically doesn't swarm to help you, you know, mm -hmm. if you're lying down on the sand and complaining that you're drowning. Yeah. No, it's going to say stand up. Wow. Well, that's really powerful. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on the 200th episode. Oh, yes. Well, no, no, no. Thank you for joining me, Kara, oh, yes. on this 200th episode. Yes, you've been a beautiful guest. Thank you. I uh, really, really appreciate the work you're doing. I wish you the best of luck and success as you go on for your next 100. And, um, and perhaps we'll see you again then. Maybe next month at the rate we're going. You know? <laughs> I know, right? I'd yeah. be like, wait a second. No, 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 no. Something's really up yeah. now. What are you doing? What kind of wormholes are we in? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Michael. Oh, thank you. Thank you all, too. Yeah, and thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love for you to do me one quick favor, which is to think of one person who would benefit from hearing this content. Let them know you're thinking of them by sharing this episode with them right now. Thank you, and I look forward to the next meditation conversation.